This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 559, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, March 7th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 559. This is, uh, this is a, quite, a quick little episode. This is uh, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, March 7th. Uh, as I record this, it's March 8th. I'm about to uh, leave... Uh, uh, leave Toronto, uh, where, I, where I live and, and work, and I'm, I'm going down to Miami tomorrow, and then I'm going on a cruise uh, in the Caribbean. So I'll be gone for a little while, uh, but you'll still have episodes. So actually, this episode is going up on, I guess, probably the, God, the 12th. Um, so it's like I've never left. It's You had an episode go up on the 8th, you had an episode go up four days later. Uh, the next episode probably won't be until the 18th, uh, so probably about six days away. Um but uh, so you won't, you'll almost not even realize I was gone. But that's why this episode is so short because I haven't had a lot of turnaround time to try and read a bunch of comics. Uh, so let's just jump right in because um, this is a truncated episode anyway. We have Amazing Spider-Man seven ninety seven. I really like the um, the Alex Ross cover. It's actually really really entertaining. It just looks great. Um, very dynamic. I find sometimes they look a bit more static, his covers, but here I thought he really nailed it. Uh, it's written by Dan Slott, artwork by Stuart Eminem. This is Godin Swinging Part 1, The Loose Thread. Um, I thought this was pretty good. There was not everything worked for me. I thought um, Peter and MJ felt very forced. That part didn't work for me. I just don't know what it added. Um, the fact that they're even like, like they haven't seen each other in a while and then this happens, I don't just I don't know if I buy it. Um, with how these characters have been written uh, in the last while, so I, I felt this felt very shoehorned in um, the MJ's Peter stuff. Um, now the stuff with Osborne, chilling, uh, creepy, really you know, kind of taut. Even Spider-Man, you know, stopping kind of a regular mugger and realizing it's a, a specific guy. It's Jimmy. Who this is the the fifth time he stopped him. That I kind of thought was very typical Spider-Man, and I liked how you know they have a bit of a, a repartee, and he's like, and you, you know the drill give her back her purse apologize to her and then the guy's like you know what last time you left me here someone took my shoes can you just web my web to the web under my feet and he's like fine so i i that i really liked and i thought that was a, a nice touch um the parts of the bugle i think i thought really worked as well i love how dan slot is writing uh j jonah jameson really trying to get in on peter's business as spider-man i thought that was really interesting um and it, now the liz allen parts it just Liz Allen's such a weird character because it just feels like Dan Slott has used her so sinisterly, and Peter David did too, um, that it, she just didn't even feel like the same character anymore. And until she mentions that she used to date Flash, I completely forgot on it because they feel like those characters feel light years away from where they were, that it just seems so weird. Um, having, uh, I guess, this woman, Emma, taking care of, um, what is his name, Stanley, that was interesting and really gave me shades of Allison one grain not in a good way though because that didn't go well so i'm just wondering if that'll go well here how it's going to work um the moment with uh, phil york and norman osborne i mean it's it's it you see it happen but you don't really see it happen so you don't know how if he's actually okay or not um I don't know. I, I don't know if he would go out killing Phil York or not, but it's possible that Phil's dead. It's also possible he's not, and it's just a fake out because you, they could be doing that. Um, 
And I loved the reveal that uh, when Norman finally figures it all out, when someone finally mentions it um, about who Spider-Man is and kind of gives him the clue he needed. Because I liked how he was still in the blind spot. He still could not figure it out. He had all, every, Everything was in front of him. He just couldn't figure it out. He couldn't quite make the, the obvious connection until someone says something that triggers it. And he's like, wait a minute, of course, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. And that's really interesting to see that come back to him. And uh, it's interesting that Jameson's his, uh, the one who's his... Um, uh, you know, his is the one he's been talking to the entire issue and kind of torturing. So I thought that was really good. So I really, I really liked this. I thought it was pretty solid for the most part. The part with MJ is the only thing that really bugged me. The rest of it was pretty solid. I would give it an eight. Uh, next up, we have Batman. This is Batman Forty Two, um, hunted by the Justice League. This is written by Tom King. Um, I guess what the art is done by Mikkel Yannon. And this is uh, remains immensely entertaining. Uh, the art is gorgeous. Such a, a great story. Um, yeah, and the way in which Batman's written here, uh, great kind of ending that is really well, not ending, but great kind of shocker. Um, all of this was good. Uh, I don't think there was a, a one moment, one page when I wasn't completely invested in what Tom King was writing. Um, it's creepy. It's scary. Uh, with Poison Ivy controlling everyone, uh, but you still believe that Batman's going to get through it. There's just something about the way in Tom King writes him that it, it doesn't feel like it's too much bravado, but just enough. Uh, I really like this. I'm going to give it an eight as well. Uh, I almost want to give it more. I'll give it a nine. Fuck it. And last but not least, we have Captain America 699 by Mark Waite and Chris Somney. Um, I did enjoy this a lot. Maybe not as much as previous issues. I thought the art was still really solid and kind of old school, classic uh, look. Even the idea of um, you know Cap kind of leading this revolution really kind of worked as well. Uh, I'm excited to see what um, Captain America 700 has in store. Um, yeah, no, this is this was good. So I think it's like a, an eight. Uh, nine, eight kind of week, which is pretty good. Uh, the books I did not get a chance to read yet, uh, they are many. They include Avengers Back to Basics, which is a Comixology exclusive, uh, the new issue of Avengers. Uh, I'm like four issues behind already. I don't even know how that happened. Well, I know how it happened. It's fucking weekly. It's hard to keep up, but it's entertaining and it's very good. I, I'm hoping on my vacation I'll be able to read some of this digitally and because uh, I've been buying bunch of like a bunch of this stuff and uh i actually haven't been buying the singles for avengers i've actually just been buying digitally which now that i've done it i feel like i shouldn't have done it like i should have just bought it in singles because it actually would have cost me less because uh, the conversion price in canada we repay american cover or i go digitally and i have to pay with conversion so i end up paying like a dollar more it actually makes no sense and i wish i hadn't started down that route but uh it just feels weird to now have single you know floppies again and i don't know i'm torn on that uh new issues of bane conquest batman sins of the father black bolt deathstroke green arrow green lantern infinity countdown number one. Oh crap i forgot that came out uh nightwing number 40 justice league number 40 spider-man 238 star wars superman venom x-men gold and x-men red uh so a lot of stuff um, next week, and by next week I mean at some point when I get back from my vacation, I'll be talking about stuff that came out on uh, March 14th. Um, I actually don't have previews rolled up, so I can't even tell you what comes out unless I'm really quick and able to vamp a little and then uh, tell you that on the 14th some of the highlights include Action Comics, uh, let's see, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, Detective Comics, Flash, Eternity Girl, uh, New Superman and the Justice League of China, uh, Ragman, Su- Suicide Squad, Sideways, Supergirl, Titans, Trinity, Wonder Woman, uh, Back to the Future Time Train, number three, DuckTales, number seven. Uh, what else we got here? Um, from Marvel, you got the all-new 
uh, Wolverine, Astonishing X-Men, a new issue of Avengers, of course, a new Avengers Epic Collection called The Collection Obsession, a new issue of Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider, uh, Despicable Deadpool, Falcon, Infinity Countdown, Warlock, Sir Adam Warlock, uh, second printing. There's the uh, Marvel 2-in-1, number four, Master of Kung Fu Epic Collection, uh, Weapon of the Soul, Spider-Man Deadpool, Star Wars Darth Vader, uh, Thanos, uh, there's the True Believers for Venom, uh, which I think is cool, um, as well as Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, Weapon X, and X-Men Blue. Uh, so we'll be talking about that on our next Reviews episode. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, read and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for joining us for this episode, this Reviews episode, episode 559, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>